dealers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What is up, bro? Well, we're on the eve of Guardian Con. Everybody's pretty excited. I'm not, I'm not sure how many people are going to be watching us tonight, but I, I, as you told me, people are going in there on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's like a week-long event. You, I don't know what you guys are doing on, on Tuesday in they, Orlando. It's a meetup. They go drinking. They go to bars. They go to everything. But before we get into so all that, just drinking. I'm missing drinking. Is yes, that what you're saying? yes, you're you're missing drinking. Yeah. I'm so, missing drinking. those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast uh, that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. This is episode number ninety three. Ninety three. I I'm amazed every week. I say it every week. I'm amazed. We just, we're here again. Um, I feel like even though it's our own channel, like no one can cancel us except myself. But I, I just feel it's amazing that we've made it this far because to be dedicated to do a podcast for 93 episodes, I mean, that's that's a, a feat in itself. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about Guardian Con, the marathon that ended at 4 o'clock p.m. tonight. They I, raised, heard they broke the, I heard they broke the record. They raised a shit ton of money, and I'm, I must be psychic. I'm like, I wish I had something. I don't have it. I'm like Johnny Carson. Like last week, I said something. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we're going to talk about games we've played. We're going to be talking about a little bit of Destiny, kind of like the meta. Uh, we're kind of worried, but in a good way and then the bad way, right? So uh, we're, we're gamers. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Bungie's smart or dumb. I have, a, I have a point of view, and then Sarge has one, so we'll get to that later in the show. Uh, but yeah, first off... I don't, you, I, don't, I don't know if you call it a point of view or an absolute terror rant. Well, either way, I'm sure Skype will cut out on you. Just the right moment. Oh, oh, oh listen, I, I, I rebooted my camera and changed out USB ports. Apparently, something's working a little bit better because I'm not getting any, any problems this time around. Well, there you go. So, let's talk about Guardian Con, okay, which is GC, not GCC that people have been putting. It's just Guardian Con. They, last year, wanted to raise $250,000 last year in 2016. They went on to raise five hundred. I think... Don't quote me on this. It was like 546000 It might be 564000 Some somewhere along the lines. So this year they made a goal for themselves of $1 million. $1 million and like I was like, they're going to hit that. They're going to hit that. And last week I said, I think they're going to hit $1.2 on this marathon. And they ended up hitting $1.216, right? So $1 so million. Over. Over. Nope, nope. Good. If I had the prices right music right now, I'd be playing it. Uh, yeah, someone that bid $1 would have lost, right? Yay! <laughs> right, so 1.2, I was $16,000 off, which I thought was, pat myself. You got both showcases. Yeah, I got, got both. Bo I, you got I'm, both showcases. Right, I got both showcases. So, yeah, you got both showcases. Yeah, so. You got the car and the hot tub. Yeah, I don't know the exact number, guys. Uh, you guys can look it up. I'm not going to look it up right now because my internet's not working. Literally, my webpage does not want to open. So, I'm going to get all my news stories right from this thing called the iPhone. Um, so there's no camera changes today. It's just this. So, um, yeah. So look, I don't want, to, I don't I don't want to stay on this topic a little bit because I get emotional, right? I mean, everyone knows somebody that died of cancer. 
everybody, which is a sad, sad part of cancer, right? Everyone at least knows somebody that died of cancer or is in that has cancer right now. And uh, for these guys, for all these streamers, the people ahead that did the satellite streams and the people that came out and did this charity event, I, I feel bad that I, I, I couldn't do any a part. Like, I couldn't be a part of it. Uh, so, But I don't think it's my time yet. And going forward, I'm looking to see if I can do anything in any way, shape, or form to help them because they, they do such a fantastic job. Uh, Broman puts this whole thing together. Like, he's like the backbone of putting this whole charity together, uh, getting all the streamers together. Uh, they have some nifty fucking goals. Uh, I was listening to Goth on the Speakeasy earlier. And he said, I don't know if he was joking or not, but he says next year's goal, okay, might be $12 million. Now, the reason he said that is they actually might be doing, and this is not official yet. He said this. It was just like off the whim. He, he said they might be doing a monthly, a monthly like plan. So someone could donate, let's say like $10 a month, right, for the entire year up until next marathon, right? So it'd be like a monthly payment installment or whatever um he's briefly said it so if they do it that way i mean that that's possible i mean they literally raised one one million 1.2 million dollars in one week week one week right so i mean i know people wait and save money and come out and then they come out big for that one week but if they came out and people made like payments like they could do a ten dollars a month like if they subbed basically if they subbed to to guardian con Right, like the channel, and then all that money, all the sub money goes to uh, St. Jude. That that could be possible, but that's freaking amazing. I just want to say bravo to you guys. Uh, anybody that's out there that uh, that's listening, that's part of Guardian Con, that donated to Guardian Con, appreciate it. Thank you very much. If you gave one dollar, if you gave a thousand dollars, some people, Bife, Bife donated. I think ten thousand. Swifter put ten thousand. Like he matched whatever he raised. That. Man, it's just fucking phenomenal. Huge. Phenomenal. It's huge. Yeah. So it's definitely thank everyone for, for coming out and supporting that uh, uh, St. Jude. All right. Other than that, like I'm getting teary-eyed just, just talking about it. Just talking about it. People say I don't get emotional. Huh? Huh? Um, so it's been, it's been a few weeks. We haven't really talked about games we've played. So have you played any new games in the last uh, couple let's, weeks? Let's be honest. You know I'm not playing anything but with Destiny right now. You know <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to milk the tit of everything possible from that game, right? And and yes, you're you're gonna say why? Why, Sarge? Why are you still playing Destiny? Because I'm still finding out shit. Like I just played with this kid Chaz. I've been playing with this kid for like about about a week or two. But I thought okay. you knew him for a long time because the other no, day I was like no, I was like you've known him, right? Him, like three days before you asked me about him, right? So he's playing a game and he goes. Yeah, in the uh, Challenge of Elders, there's a chance that uh, Varix will give you this pulse rifle that's supposed to be special that, right. that I haven't seen before. And I go, I've never even heard of that gun. And I'm like, all right. So we do the challenge. You know, we did it in three runs instead of just two because we're rusting. There's only two of us. But uh, he gets the gun first try. And I go, oh, so the gun does exist. And now I'm thinking to myself, no, I want a gun I don't care about. Like, 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 this, is, this, is, this is the evil that is destiny. Like, yeah, I want that gun. I just want to have that gun. Right. So I'm like, I'm listen, I, I, I don't, I can't answer the question. Do you want to start I, talking about this now or do you want to start no, talk about no, it later? Why I still, why I still love shooting people. Like I, it's, 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 it's just that good. It just is. So I've well, been playing that. Well, wait, then, wait, Sarge, let me get, then, let me get you involved yeah. here. There's a, there's, I, I, 
play Battlefield 1, uh, but I'm a little upset about Battlefield 1 because what I want to happen in Battlefield 1 is I would like to play two or three nights a week right. with the same crew, right. with, a, with a more full team, okay. and I want to play a full game. I want a tactical Battlefield 1 two or three nights a week. And I'm starting to search. Well, to search. you crazies like me, you, you trying to find them. You sir might want to get on your PC, and you sir might want to play Squad. A squad's more of a like a that's Arma. Yeah, squad's tactical. More like Arma though. Yeah. No, no Arma. No, no, no. Squad is tactical. It's fifty people, fifty versus fifty. Okay, you can be part of a squad, and only the sergeants of each squad have an open channel to talk to other sergeants of the other squad, right? They have an open channel to talk to each other, and then we have a open comm to talk to our guy, and then he gives us plans based on whatever everyone else is doing. Super strategy. There is no, like, you kill someone, oh, 10 points, you get a kill. You know, it doesn't show that you got any kills. It's hardcore all the time. You shoot someone, that's it. There is no, there is no stat board that says you killed 10 people or you died 15 times. None of that. It's literally war. A battle simulator. That's it. It's a battle simulator. It's fantastic. Uh, so you you should you should try that. You should try that. Uh, Argo? No, I haven't I haven't tried that. I haven't tried that. So you might wanna you might wanna play that. And to get you, this is actually a pretty cool app. It's an alpha stage right now. They had it on the Bungie form the other day. It's called RPG for Destiny. Okay, look it up on your Android. Look it up on your on your uh, your iOS. It's on the PC as well. Where you can get it for all platforms. Okay, so right now I'm gonna I'm gonna show you up close. Okay, if you can see it or not, but basically it's all text. It's all text. Okay, and when you go somewhere, right? So I'm in the tower right now, and I want to go somewhere else. It has a list of more places than the actual game of Destiny. It has old Chicago here. Okay, so I can click on Old Chicago, right? And then I go down to the different areas in Chicago. <clears throat> I should have got more thing than water. I should have got a sky. Go ahead. <laughs> Hold on. It's not it's not popping up. I got to find a place that actually has... Every time I want to show somebody this, fuck, it doesn't work correctly. I swear to God. I swear to God. Nothing. Well, basically... Basically, oh, it's, Santos, a, it's Santos's fault. This is why did it's. You a, have, you looked at, did you have that? It's Santos's fault. Is that what I'm hearing? No, no. I I got it from Lord Many. Uh, he told me about it. Anyway, you go on the app, you click on a place, and then it brings up a list of you know dregs, shanks, knights, wizards, and you sit there and you have your primary weapon, you have your secondary weapon, you have just like Destiny, and you start attacking things, and other people are there, and you actually could be in a patrol area with like thousands of other people that are patrolling the same area something that destiny doesn't do but this does right there's no visuals effect or anything it just shows a number getting clicked every time you press the primary or secondary or heavy it does more damage based on what what gun you have then you start getting engrams you take the engrams back to uh raul raul starts breaking them down you have to pay with points and stuff and other boards unlock as more you get um landmarks then you have vanguard marks so like the game we want but it's not it's text-based it's just text-based Mm-hmm. But it's fun. It's fun. Uh, like it's fun. As fact is, I don't know how they've done it. They've literally captured Destiny in a text. In, in I, a Zork in a Zork format. Yes, 
Like I'm literally sitting there. I'm literally sitting there tapping the button, going, "Wow, this is pretty fun." Oh, I'm killing. I need to kill five more drags. I need to kill two more knights. Oh, le level up. Fire at drags. Yeah. So you just you hit primary, secondary, or heavy, right? All based on what you have is equipped, and based on your armor that you have, you take hits as well. So you can just go go all out and try to go, and then every time you kill somebody and back out, you have full health again, right? So you keep going, and then there's bosses. Right there's like like you can fight septic and stuff like there's there's a whole bunch of things that you can do in this game and for some reason it's just as addicting as the actual Destiny game and I'm like how do they how do they do this how do they do it twice how do they do it twice right it's a text based game text based game but yet I'm addicted to it so I'm already level 25 a guy already got 99 is the is the max level. Right? It tells you how fast people got there. The fastest person to get to level 99 did it in one day. One day. He just sat there all day going... His, his, his finger must have been bleeding. Okay, It's a fun game, though. Check it out. RPG for Destiny. Uh, if you have Android, desktop, iOS, it's out. Sure. Let me, let me, let me look at that right now. <laughs> You'll just be sitting there all day. Just, yeah, just, just pushing the button. So, yeah, that's that's one of the games uh, that I've been playing. It's a text-based game. It reminds me of back in the fucking 80s and <laughs> early 90s playing and shit like that. <clears throat> so I've been playing. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -mm. I was clearing my throat. Okay. So I've been playing a couple different games. I played a game last night called The Silent Age, okay, which is a side-scrolling, kind of reminds me of like police quest, puzzle Puzzle type that, figuring that, out. That is, that is King's Quest mixed around with, uh, I forget what that other. It's like Back to the Future game was, the one where the guy has to escape the escape the escape the base before it blows up. I can't remember what it was. I it'll, it'll come to me. Old Chicago is a brew pub chain near you. Impossible Mission. <laughs> I think it was called Impossible Mission. That's what it was called. Okay. Oh, I, I think I remember that. Yeah, you could you you, you got one life. You gotta try to figure out the puzzles. Get out of the get out of the base before it blows up, and there's like little puzzles you gotta solve along the way. See, at this point, I would show you gameplay of it, but since I can't open a browser, I can't show you gameplay. So I'm gonna have to describe it as best as I can. So uh, follow along in your textbooks, kids. Uh, if you go to my past videos, oh wait, you can't, because past broadcasts are blocked now unless you're you're sub. So that's my bad. Uh, so <laughs> so. There's a Silent Age game. It's a side-scroller. It takes place in the 70s, right? So Richard Nixon's president. Um, you're trying to figure out what's going on. You find, this, you find this guy in this laboratory. You're a janitor in a business. You find this guy who's been shot in the laboratory. He says he's a time traveler. He gives you this keychain that literally tracks you back and forth between time. So while you're at a location, you hit this time, you hit this time keychain, and it changes where, like, you are to the future or the past, whatever it's whatever it's doing. So, like in one, it looks like the future, right? Destroy part. The story part's the future. The part you're in is the present. Well, it could be an alternate dimension. I mean, I really don't know, right? Well, does it does it say anything? Does it tell you what it is? <sighs> not really, not yet. Because if you're if you're a time traveler, it's time based. If you're interdimensional time interdimensional thing, then it's different. He tells you you're a time traveler. He says he's he said yeah he says he's a time traveler. So okay. I guess okay, so. You could be on one scene where a window's shut, right? And then you do time travel and all of a sudden the window's shattered and there's like a tree and, and stuff like that. Uh, or there's like wallpaper on the wall. Then then if you time travel, there's no wallpaper on the wall and there's a door exposed behind it. 
there's different things. So you have to time travel in between the places to find certain things as a puzzle, to go back to the other location, to unlock something, and it goes back and forth, back and forth. It's pretty interesting. I got very good positive reviews. I got it on sale for literally like $2.89 off the Steam sale, which right now Steam sale is going on until July 5th. So if you have money burning a hole in your pocket and you already did the donation, right, and you're already freshed up with beer, right? I know Inky. Inky's fresh out of beer. No, he probably just bought a new 24-pack. Uh, so basically you can go do the Steam sale. There's a lot of games. I picked up Mon Monkey Island, right? the whole franchise, uh, the Silent Age, and Darkest Dungeon for a grand total of, of $17, right? Mm. So I picked up five games, four games, uh, four games for $17. I think that's a good deal. Uh, and there's other games out there that uh, that are I want to get, but I'm just like, I don't have time to, to get it because crunch time is coming, baby. We got two weeks before the Destiny beta. Did you, did you pre-order, bro? Did you pre-order? Oh, yeah. Not yet, but I can pre-order any time. You can pre-order like the day before. What are they, right. they going to do? Stop me from getting it? So no. the other game I'm playing, which when I thought of this game, I was like, oh, this is Sarge 100%. This is right up your alley. The Darkest Dungeon. Are you frozen, Sarge, or are you just standing still really good? Okay. Over my head. You're good. All right. Yeah. I don't have nervous twitches. You're like you're like the you're like the the professional fucking manic manic challenge mannequin I challenge I, i'm looking at something i'm looking down on my keyboard <laughs> You're like, typing something out like i don't i, I lock up I like don't most know. people I'm blink my connection you, says good you, you weren't even blinking for the longest time my so, connection says good so okay so darkest dungeon if you guys don't know what it is it's a it's, a, it's an rpg it's, it's, it's a very tactical rpg rpg side scroller yeah and it's phenomenal it's phenomenal the the art design of it the the voiceover of the guy who does he sounds like the guy from XCOM he does a little bit yeah i, think I can the guy see that from XCOM. He's so using a, XCOM he's just using a more raspy voice but i'm pretty sure it's still him right so so basically they're they're you here's the the key right so you're a group of four people i guess you could have two or three right but a group of four people go into a dungeon you only, I believe, have, I think it's 12 slots in your backpack space, okay? That's ma inventory management. Very heavy inventory management, right? So before you leave, you go to get your provisions. In your provisions, you have, like, potions, you have torches, you have shovels, you have keys, you have health, uh, health packs, um, you have food. Uh, and you have to buy your stuff and then manage it as you're going through the dungeon, Okay. You need torches, because if you don't have torches, it gets darker and darker and gets harder and harder. And then your guy starts to lose... So, so the, tor the torch thing, I, I still haven't figured that out yet. The torch thing is difficulty level? So so basically, the darker it is, the better the loot. But the darker it is, the harder it is on your guys, and they go crazy. Right? Okay, so, you, so you it's a balance try, between... I got you got to try to... I got you. You start off easy, get your guys up leveled, and then go harder and harder. Right, you. right. Okay. So you want to try to keep it bright. You'll, you'll find stuff. But if you keep it dark, when you fight people, your guys might lose their mind or go like crazy. They literally, like they literally go insane, meaning like yes. you can't get them back, they're insane? Or they um, have like a negative, a negative uh, attribute? So they can get negative attributes or they can literally die. I had a guy uh, on my team who was a lichen. 
right? Basically, he can turn himself into a, a werewolf. And every time I turned him into a werewolf, it would take strain on him. Okay, well, the deeper we get into the dungeon and I try to make him into a werewolf again, he literally had a heart attack. He had a heart attack and died on me before I could even heal him because he didn't want to get healed by the healer because he didn't like the healer, right? He didn't like the healer. So he was like, no, I don't want you healing me. I'd rather die. Okay, so so certain people get along with other characters. Other people don't even want to be in a group with people. Other people don't get along with people, but they'll be in a group with people. Um, with other, like it, sounds like, it sounds like you need pen and paper on the side to make sure you put your guys together the right way. You start to figure out. You start to figure out. I wish I could fucking bring up gameplay. Um, so you you start to figure out things and who's who's good, who's bad, who works well with you. You might. Well, I, do, you, do you have to? Do you have to have a healer? Like that's a necessity, right? Healer. I figured out the healer is a must. You need a healer. Okay, so then what do you what do you use for stress relief? Because you can't de-stress in the middle of a dungeon. How do you de-stress? So there's different characters. You can have potions on you. Uh, the, there's holy water that you can use to to kind of calm people down. But then there's characters that just do buffs, right? That literally, that's all they do is buffs. Right, so you could have a buff person on your team. You could have a healer on your team. You could have a DPS guy on your team, and so then you could have a swing. Is there a tank member? There is. There are there. There's like knights and tanks, and um, there's hunters. Um, there's guys with guns. There's guys with knives. The skill selection list looks kind of long. How do you divide up enough points for the skills to make them matter? Because if you spend a lot of time trying to build up a character and then he's dead, he dead. He's right. Dead. Uh, let me see if I can raise Sarge's audio settings. Uh, Sarge, can you say something real fast? I like baloney, mm. and I cannot lie. Mm. Nope. I once froze a devil dog. Uh, how, how did that turn out? How did that turn out? I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, I can't raise him anymore. I mean, I, I can try, but yeah, I guess I can raise him a little bit. Uh, say something, Sarge. Raise it up! Is that better, guys? Is that better for, for Sarge's, uh, Sarge's voice? So... Basically, uh, the the game is really good, right? So you're managing you're, you're managing the characters, right? What the heck is a devil dog? Oh my god! Let's not even get into that right now, Santos. We'll 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 educate you later, right? <laughs> it's a black Twinkie. <laughs> so so when you're doing your management, right? Then you start to find loot, okay? And when you start to find loot, you're like, well. You take everything right away, and then as you go deeper in the dungeon, you might find better stuff, and then you have to start getting rid of stuff. So then you're like, should I get rid of the food and feed my guys and then push further into the dungeon? Uh, should I just use my torches now and then try to go deep into the dungeon? Uh, so it's really it's really fun, and it's all random. It, if you don't like the RNG in Destiny, you don't, you're not going to like the RNG in this game. Literally, shit can hit the fan. You, everything can be going fine, right? You're like, oh, I got full health. Going in, we're going to the fight the boss. I feel good about this. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, last night, I did my first boss battle. <laughs> a, 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 a guy in my stream, his name is Bio, he says, he's pretty negative. He's pretty negative, but it's okay. He knows how to play the game and stuff. He goes, I give a 10% chance of you living during this boss battle. And I was like, well, that's nice of you. Right, and then one of my guys dies, and he says, "I give you a one percent chance now." So then I leave that dungeon, come back, and do the boss battle again. I have full health; all my guys are ready to go. I got full supplies; I'm ready to kill this guy. A big fat pig shows up on the screen. I forget what his name is, and then he had a little pig behind him. I don't know what the little pig's name was. I was such in shock uh, to see what happened. Uh, 
guys full blast my healer gets first up to hit people i attack both the guys with a crit hit soon as i attacked him my healer instantly died instantly died right and what? The, the next thing that pops up in my chat is bio says whatever you do don't hit such and such which was the little pig in the back okay well i hit him and all hell broke loose okay killed my healer killed my knight i couldn't escape because you can escape you can you can retreat and whoever doesn't die gets out of there uh it said fail retreat fail retreat fail retreat two guys died two guys are about to die they finally get out okay i i escape and then they bled to death i lost the whole fucking team within literally i don't know what would you say guys 30 seconds 30 seconds my whole team was wiped out i was just like Okay, that just happened. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna call it a night." Because I was, I was inside. I was like, "I was like, oh, the fuck are you fucking kidding me?" I thought I was planning out perfectly. I was like, "All right, we got the healer. Everyone's full blast. I know what to do now. I get it. I get it." And as soon as I think I understand the game, I fucking get teabagged by the NPC. Man, he just literally shot on my face, and I was like, "I was like, oh my god." I was so upset, yeah, but, but that but that makes it a good game because it's not a game you could just walk over for being OP. Just you have to figure it out each time. Correct, correct. And then here you go. So once you're out of the dungeon, right? You get your rewards, but each character levels up. But the more they're in there, the more disease or uh, psychopathic they get. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. So they get they might get perks or they might get um, what do you call that? Um, quirks quirks thank you so one guy all of a sudden might be you know um psychopathic he might be selfless he might be uh you know well, the ones i know you have to watch out for is uh um narco n n um kleptomaniac and uh right, right. another one that you have, to, you have to look out for because he steals the loot that you find yeah so as soon as something pops up they'll they'll just all of a sudden grab it right because you can usually pick who you want to grab it um, or that guy's just like, mine, and he grabs it and then takes it himself, right? So once you're done, you go back to town. Then there's a couple of ways to heal your characters, right? There's a tavern, uh, and there's a couple of – you can get like a brothel. Right, drink your drink your, drink drink your worries, worries away. Gamble your worries brothel, away or, or yeah, have sex to – Fraternize or right. go to the church and pray. Right, you can go to church and pray. But and if get, they go to the church, they might accidentally give out their trinket, right? Right. 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 Fuck you. I'm right. not putting anybody in church. So, You're not giving away any trinkets. So so basically, so it's a really good game, right? So once you get back there, then you have to level up and you have to upgrade different perks. You can upgrade the armor. You can upgrade the weapons. You can upgrade ind individuals. You can upgrade the buildings. You can upgrade uh, a bunch of stuff. The game right now is on sale. I'm playing the original version. I know they just came out with an expansion. The expansion adds a lot more stuff and a lot more stuff to kill you and a little bit more difficult to manage stuff. The base game right now I think is $10 on Steam. And I believe it is on the PSN network, but it's only it's $25 still there. So Steam has a sale going on, $10. If you guys like RPG, side-scrolling, uh, really strategy-driven games, pick up Darkest Dungeon or watch someone play Darkest Dungeon it's an absolute gem, especially for ten dollars. I think it's a gem for twenty-five. Uh, but no matter what, you can pick it up. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm having a blast with it. Uh, what other games am I playing? Um, 
I'm trying to think if I played something else. I, I went back to Friday the 13th. They did the bonus expansion, or I'm sorry, not the bonus expansion. They did a little free expansion as far as giving clothes, extra extra points to use, and they gave out uh, a Jason. I think we talked about it last week. Here's my issue, though. I played it after last week's show, and great. You can give us all the free stuff you want, and I'm, I'm happy about that, right? But if I still keep getting dropped from the servers... I just want to tell you both. It gets a little bit annoying. Uh, thank you very much for that host. I got to stop the sound effects. I thought I stopped the sound. Oh, I did sound the stop sound effects. Oh, notifications. I didn't do notifications. Thank you very much for that host. Appreciate it. Um, so they're they, they still still not working. It's still frustrating. And I don't... I'm at, a, I'm, at a, I'm at a crossroads right now with Friday the 13th, right? I don't know if I should ask for my money back. It might be a little late. But I might try, right? Because there's just so many issues. I'm still having issues connecting. I get dropped. Jason leaves. Whatever. So I don't know if I should ask for my money back, or kind of be like, you know, when you get your food at a restaurant, you never, you never send your food back, right? Yes, you, you do. Yeah, sometimes. You know, it depends on what place you're in. Uh, if it's a fancy restaurant, yes. If it's a TGI Fridays, no. Um, but you went there. <laughs> so. So basically, I don't know if I should get my money back or if I should just give this game a chance again. Uh, uh, they just did a redid the rules, but they really won't change much. What do you mean by that, G Snail? So I don't know. I am, I'm a little disappointed by them as far as I know they're trying, but there's just so much I can do. Maybe I just put on the shelf for a couple weeks and make sure it's really done now and then go back to it later. It's, it is a fun game. I really want to play it. But it's just frustrating when you get dropped all the freaking time. Um, it's called broke. Right, right. So that's that's the uh, pretty much the last game. And I went back to Destiny, um, played Destiny. I don't know what it is about that game, man. Like, I like love to hate it, hate to love it. Uh, I, I've been doing strikes. I've been playing with my Titan and Warlock character, getting them up a little bit. I don't know why I'm kind of like, it's still it's still fun, man. Every time I stop playing it and then go back to play it. It's just a fun, fun time. Just shooting people up in the face. I know where they're coming from. It seems like there's always like a challenge. Like sometimes you die for like no stupid, you know, stupid reason, and then other times you feel like a god. So that's the games I've been playing. So anything else that you uh, you've seen that you? I came real close to buying the new Dawn of War game, but I'm just, I'm gonna wait for a couple expansions to come out before I get it. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not liking the way it is. Like I tried the little demo. I don't, I'm. I, I get what they're trying to do, but I miss being. I miss the. I understand they're trying to go for like a lot of units on the screen, like a, like a, a big battle type of thing, like right. they did for Dawn of War the original. But there's no there's no cover system. There's no strategy to the guys in the field. They just they're there to just die, right? And it's not like not like there are other games where you can retreat them and give them XP, like then they get better. They're just cannon fodder the whole time. So it's. Like you're not attached to the units, you're just kind of running them around. Right. You take you take away the cover system, so there's no real tactics other than the, the paper rock scissor. See, paper rock scissors okay to a point, but you need to have other mechanics in the game that offset the paper rock scissor, like you know a, a high ground or heavy ground or heavy cover, like something. Something's got to give. Like they have these hard points on the map, but like it's it's almost kind of like World War One style. Like okay, well. There's a heavy point here on the map, and he's got everything piled on it. 
well, I'll just avoid it and just go this way the entire time because why would I go directly at a guy who's in a hard point? Right. Like, that's like rule one from Sun Tzu is the art of war. You attack where the enemy is weakest. You don't go, hey, look, he's got a giant cannon under the shield behind a wall. Let's go attack him with all my guys. Like, it's dumb. Like, I, I like to have more tactics in a RT, RTS. You, I, Halo Wars 2 seems to be cool, but once again... I'm not sure. I don't do those games anymore. I used to like them a lot. Well, because it becomes the same. It becomes the same type of breakdown. It's not really a open game because there are strats that if you don't defend against, you can't play the way you want. Right. right. Like if I choose to do an infantry rush, and the other guy's not prepared for it, he can't decide to do his little tank air combo because it's too late. My infantry rush got him. Right. So like you're both. You kind of push a little bit to see what the other guy is doing by looking to see what buildings. It's just like any other type of RTS in that in that realm. Once you see, once you scout him and see what buildings he has, then you know what kind of buildings you need to counter, right? And then every once in a while, you send a unit over to see if he changed buildings. Because otherwise, if, if it's anytime you're playing in an RTS game like that and it's too quiet, you're fucked because you know there, right. you, know, there, you know there's a buildup coming. I I got my I got my. Uh... I think I got this thing working. I think I got it working. Let's see. Yeah, we did. Sweet. I'll tell you what, G Snail. You posting that link when I clicked on it, it opened up my browser. And now it's working again. Good job. Even though you weren't supposed to post the link. We'll let you slide. Random. We'll, we'll, we'll let you slide. Random. Um Okay, so the next do you want me to show some footage of the of the Dawn game? What, the one I saw last night? Yeah, if, if the guys in chat want to see it, go ahead and load it up. I, I saw what you were playing last night. Oh, no, no, that's the Darkest Dungeon. I'm talking about... Uh... The time travel one. No, 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 no. The, uh... I, I, we're past that. We're past that. I'm talking about the Dawn of War game you're talking about. Dawn of War 3? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to show it, All right. that's fine. I mean, listen, I, I really like RTSs, but so far, the king of RTSs, and I know no one's going to like me saying this, but the way that Company Heroes did the RTS is brilliant. It's Dawn of War 3, correct? Yeah, it's Dawn of War 3. It's brilliant. Like, I understand everyone likes StarCraft. I know, they, I know they love StarCraft 2. I know some people like Total Annihilation, Planet Annihilation. I know other people like... There, there are certain RTSs that people like to play. But as far as a all-encompassing, balanced, very tactical Company of Heroes does it very, very well. Right. All right, so this and, every, is... every, and and you can know they do it very well because all the games that come out after them try to mimic them, like there Sudden Strike. Did you know Sudden Strike came out with another fucking <clears throat> Sudden Strike three or four came out now? They're trying to copy off what uh, the company Heroes type of thing do for World War Two. I didn't even I didn't even know. Yeah, it's one one you know, it's got. I don't know if you want to say cult following, but the hardcore people who play like, if you ever watch watch a match. Go on Twitch and watch a hardcore match of Company Heroes 2 and watch those guys play. How insane it actually is. You know, it's funny. Every time I look at these uh, real-time strategy games, I know the graphics have gotten better over the years. But when I was a kid and played, like, Warcraft and, like, Starcraft and all the other ones and, like, Command & Conquer and all these other ones, like, they look the same to me. Like, it looks like the graphically – I know they have. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at someone, like if you look at your kid growing up, you look at their, in your eyes and you're like, 
yeah, they look the same. You know what I mean? But yet they've grown 10 feet tall and, and they've changed. But to you, they look the same. That's what these games look like to me. Like, it looks like graphically these games have never, like, taken a super... You know what I mean? Like Grand Theft Auto Three. What are you talking about? Have you zoomed in? I know. I know what I, I. I know. If you don't touch they the squad, have. they sit around. They talk. They smoke Yo, I cigarettes. I understand that. I'm saying what like, it looks like to me. I'm talking personally. What it looks like to me. Like when I look back at the day, for instance, when you look back at 720p television back in the day, okay, and then you look at the TVs now, you're like, was I watching blurry television? No. Yes. Yes, you were. I know, but you don't think you were, right? Because you no. don't remember that. That's what I'm saying. When you look at this, it looks. It yeah. looks it looks like that. It it looks that to me. I'm like it. It doesn't look like they've graphically it changed. I can't play games like this anymore. My whole strategy of playing games like this was making the largest army possible and then attacking everything. Yeah, but that's not the way it works. I know. That's the way I in used this to play. Game, in this game, it is. You just keep throwing bodies at it. In this yeah. game, it is. Yeah. So I'm I'm. That's Dawn of War. All right. We'll, All we'll, right. Let's do the first story. All right. The first story is the Assassin's Creed. Uh, is coming out with another uh, another app, right? I think someone actually said it a couple weeks ago in our chat. They're like, "I hope, <laughs> I hope Assassin's Creed doesn't come out with one of those damn apps again, like they did last time." Uh, well, sorry to say, well, behold, it's app time. Sorry, sorry to say, but they they did. They're coming out, and it looks a little different. It looks a little different. Um, this is a teaser, so it looks cartoony. It looks like your character from like app uh, from your Xbox Live account basically is what the characters look like. They don't show any gameplay. Uh, this is coming out for iOS and Android. Uh, they don't really talk about it much. It's just a trailer. It just shows you what it is. Small little guys. You're talking about your avatar. At the avatar. Now, at the end of this video, I'll pause it. They do show an iPad or a tablet, and you can kind of see it's like a side-scroller. You can see the gameplay happening. It looks interesting. It almost looks like a fall Fallout Shelter type graphics and, and, and the way it... You know, I'll pause it there. You can, like, see it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It looks interesting. Games like this... Games like this, uh, you download, you play. Oh, yeah. It looks like it looks like Fallout. It looks like the Fallout thing. Like a Fallout shelter, yeah. A game like this, you get... You start playing it, and you're like, eh, that was good. And then you delete it. It's... it's listen, it's a time... It's a time muncher when you're, like, out doing something... And you need your little fix for whatever, right? Or you're on the can, right? That's what you do, and then you play this for a little bit, and then you're on. You know, that's it. But as far as as far as, listen, there are a lot of games out there. You want to call them a game, but all the stuff that they put on phones, and I include every game on a phone, is not a real game to me. It's just a a time muncher. I call it. It's I not, call it dentist office a, material. It's instead of instead of looking at a magazine, a dentist office, right, you play one of these right. things. It's not really a game, yeah. right? especially when there's seven million ads for something else before it comes on. Like I don't care. Right. I don't. I don't care. Uh, I'm trying to see if it says anything here. Players will build Brotherhood headquarters. A map with room enabled new equipment and for assassins to take on missions. Uh, there's got to be some sort of uh, microtransactions in this. There has to be. Uh, missions to gather resources, loot missions for crafting. Players can unlock more assassins by collecting DNA fragments in store and legacy missions. There you go. In store. There you go. So you can uh, purchase stuff in-game and then keep on purchasing stuff. Um, the next story I want to talk about is Anthem. Anthem to feature elemental skills and combat, maybe? So basically what they're doing is they're showing, they're showing a a picture of this, right? 
This is from Game Rant. Okay, Game Rant has this, and they show different uh, javelins or armor, I guess you could say. Javelins you, is what they're called. And you can see, yeah, but I don't know if this is the javelins. I guess this is the javelin, right? So you can see some sort of void or not void uh, arc ability. You it's can see some bit, solar that's ability. It's got, got a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, uh, Warframe in there as far as I'm concerned. Right. What's that third one, though, right? Like, I would say, like... Arc? It looks like Arc. Yeah, Arc. It's definitely it's definitely lightning. Arc. It, it might be frost. That might be ice, no, that's, ice smoke coming off, but it looks yeah, like... It looks, looks like, like lightning. Well. The middle one, though, what is that, like, sun? And then what's the other one? You know what I mean? Like, um, they're, they're... Well... If the if the left the the one on the left definitely looks like some kind of lava or fire type of thing, the one in the middle could be like a holy attack, like light light attack, like you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's you have like earth elemental fire lava type stuff, and then you have like holy. It's what, that's what it looks like. Listen, I'm going by years and years of color codes, meaning different different uh, powers and abilities. Right. Here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start doing this, guys. I'm going to start putting the the story that we're talking about in chat. So if you guys want to look at it as we as we go along, by all means, uh, go ahead. So that's the story that we're we're just referencing right now. I don't know if you think like games like this, right? I know they're in competition with games such as Destiny, but do you think they they can't be original and like make something different? Do you know what I mean? Like, why Why is it a standard across the board? Like, all gold weapons are exotics, and, like, the the white, the green, That's, the blue, the purple, then the gold. Was, you know I what I mean? Know, I don't know who did it first. I'm not sure if it was Borderlands who did it first. I think it might have been. There might have been one other game out around the same time as Borderlands, the first one. But Borderlands coded the guns. Right. And everyone's been copying them ever since. Because Destiny copied them verbatim verbatim right okay white green blue purple orange or in their case yellow right okay exactly exactly the same listen it just it's supposed to it's supposed to it's it's supposed to give you a sense of where you are in the game globally like if your inventory has a lot of white and blue items then you know you're about like the beginning and beginning part of the game. When your inventory starts going more towards the purple range and the yellow range, you know pretty much you're at end game. You know what I'm saying? Like right. just from turning on your computer or playing your console and turning on your character and looking at them briefly, just looking at someone looks at it and goes, "Oh, you're pretty far." Right. Like they tell you they tell you just like that. It's not like all these things. I don't understand what's going on. In just a blink of an eye, you know exactly how far in the game you are by just how much shit you have. All right, so the next story I want to talk about, um, one of the developers, uh, Xbox VP, compares Destiny to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. And the reason he says this, um, he's saying as as there's like, like a following, it's, it's becoming one of the most popular games on the planet right now, right? And it's not really about winning that makes this game. It's the experience of playing the game and not winning. Right, so it's a lot of fun to just to go in like at any moment. If you feel for a moment, I would I would say, and then when you start playing more, you're like, man, there's a lot better players out there than me. But for a moment, when you start playing, you're like, anyone can win, and anyone can win because there's a lot of circumstances that can happen. Right, like someone could land far away, and then the point shows up by you, and you might have better grounds than somebody else. 
you might find better weapons. Like, RNG is big in the game, right? Roughly, people can find the weapons or they know where they're going to go to find their, the materials they need and stuff. But for the for the for the most part, everyone really wants to. They feel like they can have a chance at this game. So, um, Ebar, which is the I, I think that's how you pronounce it, Mike uh, Ybarra. It's uh, Y B A R R A. Is that how you pronounce that? Uber. Uber. Okay. So he's a Microsoft uh, vice president. He's playing Unknown Battlegrounds, and. He says, of course, compares, uh, comparisons to Destiny are sure to raise eyebrows, but uh, says uh, would ring true for a lot of players. While Battlegrounds players' ultimate goal is to uh, exclusive chicken dinner reward for being the last player standing, the game is compelling and all on its own. Um, so that's why he's comparing that to Destiny. Like, when you play Destiny, it's compelling to just keep playing the game and just keep playing the game and keep playing the game. I'm, and I'm and that's to, what he's saying. Yeah, but I'm going to have to disagree on this one because the, the, the main reason why PUBG is doing so well, and I'll tell you exactly why it's doing well, it's because it's going against the grain of all the games that have ever come out for the last five years, which is there's no regenerating health. You are who you are. You get a little bit of body armor, and it's all about the skill. Right. It's about the skill, where to go, where to find the weapons, how to keep your how to keep your blind sides covered? How do you know what buildings to go to if somebody else might be eyeballing you? Where the hide spots are? That is all skill, right? Really easy to run around with a gun in Destiny, no matter how badass the gun is. Right. You get shot a couple times and hide behind a wall and wait for your health to regen. Regenerating health has changed gaming forever, okay? Because there's no skill gap at that point. I can just go hide behind a wall and wait for my health to come back and try again. Whereas in PUBG, one shot, kid, got one shot. Right. 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 And you don't hear a lot of people complaining. And this is this is how you know the difference between the the actual gamers and whiny crybabies who like to play games and just cry. Right. Okay. Right. PUBG. There's no one complaining on PUBG because the only people playing on PUBG, this guy, these kind of people. Right. I know exactly what that game is. There's nothing to cry about. You know exactly what the hell you're got to do. Right. Okay. Whereas in Destiny, right, any minute could be a squeaker. Could right. be a guy that looks like me. Right. Or it could be a squeaker. You don't know. Right. You don't. I mean, sometimes you can tell by their game style. If you watch a guy play, you can tell. I would, sometimes you can tell. When you watch, I don't know if you ever watched Dr. Lupo or Ninja play, these guys are, are phenomenal. Even Dr. Disrespect is phenomenal. And Lyric. Lyric, I don't know how these guys do it, man. I have problems just reading chat. Okay. They're reading chat, they're acting like somebody, and they're playing the game at the top tier level like i was ninja today when he was on the stream for the for the charity event he's playing he's he's playing up a character he's doing voices he's reading out charity you know donations every five fucking seconds and he's owning people owning people on the screen he's like he's like hey thanks for the 25 dollars blah 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 blah. i kill somebody (laughs) just keeps running i'm like i'm like i can't even concentrate on the one thing let alone worry about donations coming in and be competitive yeah it's, right, it's a skill. It's and, you gotta be skillful. And then I was watching Lyric the other day. Uh, there was about thirty people left. All he had was an Uzi. That's all he had. He couldn't find anything else. He had an Uzi with a silencer on it. And silencer's good. Silencer's key. So, anytime he saw somebody, he's a bow him down, dead. He just kept going. He had like ended up with like thirteen kills. He won that round at the end. But I was just like, I was like, how the hell? Their circle's like super small. He was out of position. He killed the guy, took his car, took the car, drove it across the circle. Okay, everyone's firing at him, so he knows where they're coming from now. Parks the car, gets out, starts to starts to look, throws a grenade, throws a grenade, throws a grenade, right? That makes people run. 
right? Because they're like, oh shit, they stand up to run away from the grenade. He just goes pop, 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 kills three guys. I'm like, wow, dude. Like, he did yeah. it with, with not even breaking a sweat, just one continuous movement. That's called, that's called, that's called tactics. Right. Now, that's called tactics. And same people like that used to play the hardcore versions of like Arma right. or Battlefield. Same way. Yeah, Ninja plays same with Doc. Way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays Doc and he plays, uh, I think he plays with both Docs. He plays Dr. Disrespect and he also plays with, with Lupo. Um, so, oh, today Ninja, he gets in a house. There's a guy upstairs. He goes, oh, there's a guy upstairs. He's like, hey, thanks for the $100 donation or, or thanks for the $100 for the, for the for the kids. He's like, let me grenade spam this guy. He's like, oh, thanks for the $25. One, two, three. Throws the grenade. Boom. Kills the guy behind the door. I'm like, fucking amazing. <laughs> amazing. He knew exactly where the guy was. He's like, I'm just going to kill this guy with a grenade. He counted. He burned the grenade in his hand. He's like, three. Two, one, chucked it. It exploded right as it got to the door and killed the guy. I was like, yeah. "Wow, man!" Because because he's thinking the entire time while he's talking on chat. What would I do if I was in the attic? Right. What would I do if I was in the attic? Right. I'd be behind the door waiting for them to come in and kill him in the back, or I could be off in the back of the room. But how do you get the drop on somebody if he's in the room? I have a chance of running into the room. That's going through your mind, right? The whole time, the whole time. And he he says that when he plays, like he's he's telling you, he's like he's like. I know there's a guy up there. I know there's a guy up there. He's like, if I, if I go up there and he's like peeking and he's peeking, he's looking, he's trying to get, it, it's amazing watching these guys play. Now my brain is good with this. My fingers on the keyboard are not right. I get down to the, the last top five, top six. My heart, heart's rate, pounding. My heart's pounding. Right. It's like, you can literally feel it just hitting your chest. Right. My nerves are getting to me, but I get, I'm getting better at that. But when it comes down to it, when they start firing at me, my fingers are trying to hit the right keys, and they're just not doing it. So when this game comes you gotta out... Get, you got to get a gaming keyboard, bro. When this game comes out for Xbox, I'm going to play it a lot more. Because just oh, like... Wait a if, you're play, if you're playing it for Xbox, though, you got to get yourself an Elite controller. Bro. Well, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, like, when I played Battlefield 1 back in the day, or Battlefield back in the day on keyboard, that was my top game. Like, I used to be awesome on keyboard and mouse. Then a decade later, I played all of console. So when I played Overwatch on PC and when I played Battlefield 1 on PC, I was sucking. Hardcore. Excuse me. But when I started playing those games on the console, I I feel like a, a like a god sometimes. Like you guys watch me sometimes when I snipe in Battlefield 1. I'm really good. Okay? Like I feel like I can keep up with the with with the top tier guys in certain certain times playing that game. Where on PC I, it's all user error. It's all user error. I cannot move my fingers fast enough to get on those keys. But you have to know where those keys are. Bro. I know. That's just what it is. You have to know by memory where those keys are. One misstep. One misstep. That's yeah. it. So I'm looking forward to to PUBG on console. I think, I guarantee you my first win, chick, winner, winner, chicken dinner, will be on console. I guarantee it. I just feel more comfortable with the, with the, with the controllers. I don't know, man. The Amy's but not the same. Amy's not the same. Here's the problem. Console. Here's the problem. And this goes into the part of this story as well. PUBG, the creators of PUBG want to try to make it cross-play between yeah, PC. You you know, you can't. And I don't know if they do yeah. that. I mean, yes, then, it'd be fantastic to play yeah, you're with your friends. The console guys are going to have an aim assist. That's how it's got to work. Right. And and yeah. you're going to get schooled hardcore for the people that play PC. You're not even yeah. you're not even gonna not yeah. even gonna be a, a question. Right when Doctor Lupo plays Destiny with a keyboard and mouse, he owns people. Okay, when he uses the keyboard and mouse on 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 console, he owns people. Okay, you saw him today. 
when he was playing with a controller <laughs> for Professor Broman, you're like, who is this guy? That's not Dr. Lupo that I know because he is keyboard mouse. Like, he knows yeah. how to play keyboard and mouse. He's not a controller guy. Where someone like Gathalion, he plays controller on PC. You know what I mean? Because he's more, he's not competitive. You know what I mean? I mean, he is, but he's not that top tier level. He's good, but he's not Dr. Disrespect. He's not Dr. Lupo. He's not, uh, you know, gigs. He's not that type of, that type of player. So, I think it's a bad idea doing crossplay for a game like this, right? If it's just too much high skill level when you're keyboard and mouse, and then someone gets a controller. If it's, Listen, I don't, I, I don't understand why everybody wants crossplay for all these fucking games. There are certain games, certain games cross crossplay yeah, is yeah. made for. It's not a problem. There should be no arguments. Right. You want to Minecraft it up. You want to boundless it. Like those kind of games around the world, everyone can just play. It's not a big deal. But when you're talking about competitive. First-person shooters or RTS games, you cannot have it go both ways. Cannot. Hi. Cannot. Hi. What's can, up, buddy? Can you, can you say goodnight to everybody? Bye-bye. Oh, you, you got the hip You got the hiccups? Mm -mm. <laughs> say bye-bye. Oh, oh <laughs> he's got bye -bye. the hiccups. Bye-bye. Love yeah. you. He's going to projectile vomit. What's he going to do? <laughs> he's a terror to my dog. Terror. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I think the I think it's a, it's a bad choice for this particular game to be crossplay. I don't know, man. I don't know if you could. I understand if you're just if you're not a competitive player and you want to play with your friends on and you just want to go with because this game, Doctor Disrespect has said it himself and he's like a god at the game. He says if because he tells people should I get the game? Should I get the game? He's like, look, if you're a person that likes to play solo, he's like. I guess you can get it. He's like, it's not really that fun solo. He goes, it's a lot of fun with two, three, four people in your group. It's a lot more fun, right? So, PUBG uh, cross-play platform? Um, well, between PC and Xbox. So, yeah. I don't know. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that fair, Ruler. You know what I mean? But if you're just playing for fun, then yeah. By all means, just don't go in a console playing against PC people going uh, expecting to win. It's going to be a lot harder for you to win. But if you just want to have a good time and have a good, good experience, then by all means, go ahead and play cross-platform. So, yeah. All right, let's see the next story. Next story. Uh, Where's that game that I found? Uh, real quick, there's a free-to-play. I know this game doesn't exist anymore, even though it's still out there. Uh, newly free-to-play Battleborn gets a new PvP mode. So, I like this game, right? But, honestly, it, it's dead, right? It's dead. But the uh, if, you, if you guys want, they have a new PvP mode you guys can check out. There's the link um, <clears throat> if you guys want to read the story. We're not really going to go too far into depth into this one. I just want to let you guys know there is... A new PvP mode that you guys can uh, check out there. Um, let's see. Uh, we already got that story. We're saving Destiny for the for for the night. What was he looking for? Oh, I see. All right. Um, one of the stories. One of the stories says Rocket League. Okay, it says it says Rocket League. Um, where's where's the actual article? Okay, Rocket League will die 
without cross-console multiplayer. Do you think this is true? Do you think this is a thing for since uh, we're talking about crossplay? Mm, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to die. I think what ends up happening is you think the populations for a single platform are too low, and you want to crossplay because it's not a game that's really strategical or needs to be. You know, there's not, there's not a lot of cheating going on for Rocket League. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That that's their main concern. That's two main concerns actually. One of the concerns is the cheating factor between crawling crossplay since it's much easier to fuck around with the PC than it is to fuck around with consoles. Um, but I, I I don't know if that statement's true. I think it's just somebody trying to start up something to where people start to back up the fact that they want crossplay because no one believes crossplay will happen unless the people actually ask for it and ask for it a lot. Right. Right. Otherwise, it's it's just something that's. It's not really a big deal. No one really cares. Like, there's certain things, yeah, you want it, but at the same time, is it really worth it to have everybody in the pool if you know that people are going to screw it screw it up? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what it is. I think this is the perfect game to do crossplay against all platforms. You know Rocket what I mean? League. Yeah, Rocket yeah. League is the perfect game to go. Hey, PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Let's let's all even Nintendo Switch now, right? I think it doesn't matter where you play it. Yeah, does the keyboard and mouse have a little bit of advantage? I yes. guess you know what I mean. Yes, the answer is yes. But there's some there's some crazy ass players on the console that you wouldn't if you didn't if I didn't tell you they were on console you wouldn't know they were on console the way they play. You know what I mean? I don't know. It is cross play with PC, but it's not cross play with PS4. Like it's not cross play across all platforms. Sony does not want to do cross platforms, and what they're saying is if it doesn't go cross platform, this game is going to die. And I don't think it's going to die. I, I've never heard anyone ever say that about any game. I know, but th- this is what writers do, right? This is what gets you to click on the link. Try, try to start try to start shit. And, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, let me see. What's the next story? I'm trying to look at the... Okay, so Xbox One. Xbox One. Uh, X pre-orders delay explained oh what what's happening here why is that so freaking big okay xbox one pre-order delay explained following ps4 pro games boost and halo 6 update um basically the fcc the device has been approved by the federal communication commission is not on sale until the fcc approves it has been obtained PlayStation 4 had similar situations having been announced in February. Fans had to wait till July to actually put their money down on one. Microsoft have already confirmed that it will start rolling out pre-orders later this year, although the wait time has not been revealed. Do you think stuff like this when they're not releasing a system, do you think that hurts sales numbers? Do you think that somebody that wants to spend $500 on a new system and they have the money right now, and if they can't pre-order it right now, they're not going to buy that system. Do you think that that affects it? Uh, okay. I, I this, this there's so many topics within this this same topic. People want to pre-order the 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 heavy hardcore uh, electronic people who love the new tech, who want to get a hold of it want to break it apart, want to take look into it. They, they want everything to do about it. They want it first. Right. Okay. And so the fact that there is not there is not a pre-order for this after the announcement at E3 is a little strange, I would think, because I would think they would want to start selling it right away just so they can gauge if people are actually looking for it. Right. However, 
However, I'm guessing that because they haven't done pre-orders yet, I don't think that they're making them that quickly. So they don't want to start off the thing and be able not to fill out the orders. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. They right. want to see how many people keep asking about the pre-order to get a gauge on whether or not they should go full production or just do a limited run to see what happens. Okay. Okay. That's my guess. Otherwise, every other time a new system comes out, I'm pretty sure pre-order standard, is it not? The new Xbox is coming out, pre-order. The new PlayStation's coming out, pre-order. The new Nintendo system's coming out, pre-order. Like it's it's standard. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Right. But the fact that there's no option yet, I I kind of ask questions. I always ask questions when the norm is broken. When the normal stuff that is not supposed is, is supposed to happen doesn't happen, you should start to ask questions. Um speaking of speaking of the Xbox, and I'm going to keep calling it Scorpio, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling it Scorpio. You you keep on uh, doing that. Yeah. I don't I I'm I don't understand the amount of hate going around, and I've been watching a lot of videos from post E3 about the hate, whether or not the, it, that it is or is not going to be 4K, or how much power does it really have, and back and forth and back and forth, and nobody has one yet. Like nobody, like they say they played on it. That's great. You they you you could have been playing on anything. You don't know you were actually playing on that system when you had it in front of you. They could do whatever they want at a convention. They could do whatever they want. I'm talking about you purchase it, you bring it home, and you play it. Okay. Now, the one side of the fence is marketing. Everyone understands that Microsoft is marketing. Okay. This is not a joke. It's not a I'm trying to get your money right away, but we're marketing a system that is not needed. So they haven't figured a way to actually market to market it to us so that we actually want it because there's not really a need. If anybody would take the time to figure it out, if in one hand Spencer says to you, you're going to be able to play on all all the all the platforms like like right. Xbox One, Xbox One S and then the Scorpio, okay? So if you can play on all three, then what's the wow factor going to be for the Scorpio? Is it going to be you're basically looking at the Scorpio as like the ultra settings on your PC? So all the games are the same, but if I play it on the Scorpio, I can just up the graphics a little bit? Like, is that the selling point? Because if that's all it does, then not really a huge deal why I want to spend $500 in order to get it. Now, if you tell me that it does other things like it's supposed to do, which is 4K, run 60 frames per second, first-person shooter type stuff like right. this, and it does that, then you have to ask your question, well, then you can't really play with the other Xbox because you can't have somebody playing at 60 frames and the other guy playing with 30 frames. Someone always has the edge, and they can't have that. Right. They just made a game. They just made a game where it's supposed to be for more of the general public, not, not specifics of the hardcore gamers. Right. So you can't, okay? So now let's leave Destiny off to the side because we know it's going to be 30 frames and look really, really cool. We get that. What you're left with is a system that's going to play games on all three Xboxes, but only look better. Now, I don't know about you. I, I enjoy graphics. I enjoy graphic enhancements. I like when stuff looks cool. I get that. But I much rather side with performance. I want the game to run smooth. Right. Butterly, buttery smooth. Okay. So I will sacrifice less load the times. Looks of the yeah. Less load times. I want the game to be quick and snappy. 
I will always choose performance over prettiness because let's be honest, after the initial walking around, look how cool it looks, is anyone really walking up to all the fauna and the rocks going, man, look at that. Look, look, look at that. Look at that. No, you're just running through an environment, right. shooting guys and jumping over things. We're not. No one's looking. Yeah, no one's. <laughs> we're, we're not. We're looking at things, but yeah. Yeah, no one's, no one's looking at every little friggin' detail on the board. Unless, of course, the actual developers make you look at the things by the missions they give you. You got to be here for this mission. You got to do this for this mission. And where they put you in a spot where they want you to see what the guy just got a divorce from. Okay? The one guy who worked on this section of the map is divorced now because right. he because he didn't get to home. see it. Yeah, right. He didn't ever he get to see his family. He was never home to see his kids or his wife, and his wife said, I'm done with you. Look at his shit. Like he wants someone should look at it. Right. Like, someone please look at it because my life is over now. I've spent uh, three years making this level, but well, no, we're not looking at those levels. We're playing the game, right? We're shooting people up. So why? Why do I want the Xbox? I, I listen. I want it, Mike, but I'm not sure I'm getting it day one. I, I'm I'll not sure if I'm getting it day one. I'll tell you what. Just on this alone, ready? I hate. This is my biggest pet peeve with Destiny. Okay, the load times when you are in middle of battle. Okay, maybe they got rid of this in Destiny 2. We'll find out. Okay, I would like a hot key, like a D, right D-pad or left D-pad to put heavy ammo or, or, or secondary ammo, like, right away, right? Maybe they won't do this, but I hate when you're in the middle of battle, and you're like, I got to pop, I got to pop a synth, right? And you hit start, and then, and then it's loading, and then the, the screen comes up, but your the inventory slots don't show up, and it's just, it's just, right, and it's just fucking loading forever, and you're like, Holy shit, dude! I just need, and then, and by the time that happens, you're dead or something happens, and then you, and then you pop it. But the load times are so fucking long, right? And they this is what they told us. This is what they told us. Hold on, this is what they told us when they were super long on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, right? And they're like, "Well, we're dropping the Xbox 360 and the PS3 because the the RAM, the RAM cannot handle it, and that's why we can't give you more spaces in the vaults, and this is why the load time." So great, they got rid of it. And then they put it on the one, right? But then they make everything more graphically, you know, looking better. The guns look better. The gauntlets look better. So now there's more memory on the one, and yet you're still doing the exact same fucking thing because when you hit start, it still takes forever to load the goddamn menu screen. Games nowadays have so many problems with loading menus. It's it's it, Battlefield 1 does the exact same thing. I'm like... This is the most graphically gorgeous game I've ever seen, but yet when I hit my menu button, it takes fucking forever to get into these systems. So if Xbox X can play Destiny, and I hit that start button, and it goes like this, that alone is worth $500 to me, okay? Because I'm going to be playing that game, if it's if it's just as good as Destiny 1 and better, okay? I'm going to be playing that game for another 1,300 to 2,000 hours. And the load times that I would save on waiting for the goddamn button to pop a synth or to do something in my menu system or change a weapon, I would get literally hours more time to play throughout the year, okay, not waiting in a menu screen. That alone to me, worth $500. Listen, I, listen, I understand load times. But once again, same thing, right? Like, like for instance, like uh, w the Plague Lands to me is a beautiful piece of uh, a map, right? The artwork on the on the Plague Lands is awesome. 
But how much dead zone is there after the initial after the initial uh, story missions for for Plague Lands is over? How much dead zone there is? Like half the map is wasted doing nothing. Why don't you fill the world up with the stuff that you're supposed to do? Like they have to have like these dead zones so the game can recover or do something. Right. I mean, there's huge dead zones in the Plague Lands. Like yes, it's the biggest area that we've ever created. But we don't space. use half of it. Right. But we don't use. It's half the of largest it. donut we've ever created. Okay. And we, like the big, and we don't use the it. The big, the bridge zone, right? The bridge is where the guys are, and then there's dead zones on both sides of it for a good quarter of a mile. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then that whole middle section, the canyon that you can jump into, you can't even jump into. That you die. Like. Yeah. Right. Then when you leave the Archon's Forge and you go towards the ship, the crashed ship, or the 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 teal kills the the teal, whatever you don't want to talk about the uh, the convert. Uh, the container ship, the one that tilted over. Oh, yeah, okay? yeah. I got you. Uh, no one goes on top of the container on a ship anymore. Nope. You don't, there's no reason to go up there's there. No reason and there's to, a whole a section quest. before. There's that yeah. whole inside of the ship that yep. no one goes through. You don't this. go through there either. It's a dead zone. Yep. So, like, I'm not, I don't understand what you're trying to do. Like, do you need the dead zones to help load the game? You also don't go in that space anymore when you get to um, where the big when doors open. When you go to the Yeah, where, where the go big doors open. The you, don't go, you don't go to the center of the map anymore, you know? Where, no. Yeah, you don't go there. But like that—that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm literally praying every night that Bungie uses more of their map, right? If we're going to be repeating stuff over and over and over again the same way we're doing now, then please use 100% of your maps. Make the missions varied. Make me go into different sections of the map. Make me actually look at the guy's section who's divorced now. Right. Okay. Make me look at those sections. I want the I divorce the section. God damn it! I want to right? see the divorce guy's yeah. section. Yeah. The guy. The guy who who thought that so much he needed to make this section look the best he could possibly look, and he lost his family over it. I want to see the section. Right. I don't want to just drive past it in two seconds. I want to know why this guy is making child, you know, uh, custody payments now. Right. Because of right. what he worked on. Right. Right. So. I, Going into the Xbox One, continuing on the on the same uh, thing, the DFC Intelligence predicts. Okay, it's an intelligent strategic market research company. Okay, says that, job. but that's a job. Yeah, it's a job that predicts that twenty five Xbox One exclusives will come out and twenty million Xbox One ten sales will happen in the in the first year. Say it one more time. I don't know about the first year. But Say it one more time. It they says want- that they will have 25 Xbox exclusives. This is on research marketing, okay? okay? Consulted a firm focusing on interactive entertainment industry that regularly put out reports which discuss the worldwide video game market and forecast. Reports are available um, around 4,000 uh, interested parties like Microsoft, okay? They did this. Okay, 20 million units by 2022. There you go. There you go. Not a year. According to the firm, the Xbox One X will sell upwards to 20 million units by 20. 20- 22 and reports all forecasts that by 2021 the console will sell approximately 17 million units and that could bring xbox one family devices to the little more than 6 million units sold they also say that the xbox one x will get around 25 exclusives between now and 2018 that number seems high but given the fact that microsoft is working with many smaller developers to bring games like the last night and xbox one is plausible so Here's where I think this market research is a little weird. 20 million, 20 million units is a lot of units. And by 2022, I guarantee you there's going to be another Xbox. Okay? 
there's going to be another Xbox. Well, this is this is what I'm trying to say. I don't know if I don't know if there is going to be one because the time. Listen, what's what's the time cycle? We've done this before. The time cycle on a on a unit is somewhere between six and eight years. Uh, it's no, been that, it, it's been the, life cycle except for the 360. 360 except for the 360. Right, it's about five Nintendo years. Nintendo to Super Nintendo. Yeah, it's about five Super to eight. Nintendo yeah. to 64. It's about five 64. to eight. Yeah, six to eight years. So by today's standards, and as fast as we're going, if it takes three to five years to make a AAA title, that means that each company might get one title for the one cycle of an actual system, unless they started early and they might be able to squeeze two out. Because if, if the life cycle is six to eight years and it's three to five to make a game, I'm only making one game every generation. Frisky, you think Microsoft, though, is not going to make another Xbox? I mean, I know that's what they said, right? They also said they weren't going to get in the console. Look what that look what happened there, right? So I don't know. I don't know if it. the rumors are already starting. This Xbox hasn't even hit the market yet. And we already had a story, what, back in December, talking about PS5 and Xbox 2. Okay, coming out in 2020, uh, 2020 and 2019, right? Or 2020 and 2021. This is this is the issue for technology so, to be unregulated. Unregulated technology means they can go as fast as they want. Right. Well, here's the problem, right? Let's just say this is the last Xbox. Well, then Xbox One X is a definite buy, okay? Because if this is the last console that's coming out and it has so much power... That means they are going to make games exclusively for it. And that means Destiny 2.2 or 2.5 or whatever you want to call it, the next expansion that comes out after Destiny comes out next year, that means it will be ex they will make a copy of it for the Xbox X. And if that happens, then that's the copy I'm buying, right? You know what I mean? Like, bye-bye Xbox One because it's not going to be Play Anywhere. There's no way they're going to keep games throughout all the platforms, the Xbox S right, and impossible. the X through like five years from now there's no but, way but, there's but no they way say that to make everyone calm down because right, for the next two wanna, years they want to relax about it right that's why they're giving you backwards compatibility right right so you can just soothe yourself waiting for another game to come i can play some of my old games while i'm still waiting for something else to come out but things are moving they're always moving we said it before we'll say it again the xbox 360 and the playstation 3 when they came out were ahead of the curve and which is why we had the best games ever on those two systems yeah right it didn't. We didn't get another system out of it during the 11 years because we had two economic crashes, okay, and shit was going down, okay, and the tech sector wasn't doing well. So now software starts to advance, the hardware is behind, and now you end up with Xbox One and PlayStation 4, which, mind you, are fantastic systems in and of themselves, but as far as the tech sector is concerned, they are actually behind PCs in power, right. okay? So this was a, I guess, you, if you, for lack of a better word, a market correction for Microsoft to get a little jump on where they're going to stand for the next three to five years. So this is like the little hiccup that says, here's the console that's going to last a little bit longer because we're stuff is moving quickly. OK, we're moving quickly. Right. And forget about VR. Forget about Connect. Forget about the rest of that craziness and just focus on the fact that. Xbox, excuse me, Microsoft has decided that we're going to make a really crazy system and we're going to let the developers decide what to do with it, which I like the way he put it. I like the way he put it. However, to say in the same sentence that you're going to be able to play your games across all platforms has to be a bold faced lie because unless the developers know what the sales are of the new Xbox, 
they're not going to develop for a small niche market of people who buy the Xbox Scorpio. They need to they need to make sure that they sell enough games. So it has to be for all through all the platforms. Right. So once again, we go back to why am I buying the Xbox? Right. Because they the Xbox Scorpio. And then the, they dropped the little they dropped a little coin in the back and they said, oh, we, we can do patches and updates to make the games do better on the on the on the Scorpio than they do on the Xbox one and the one S. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, if that's true, then a 3.6 gig game might turn into a 5.6 game or a 6.6 gig game. Right. And then my Xbox Scorpio only has a one terabyte hard drive, whereas my Xbox One S has a two. So then I have to get an external hard drive just for the updates to make my game look better on my new system. Right. Like the Forza update that comes out to make it look better. What are we talking about? The Forza update that comes out for for Xbox X. Okay, the update to scale it up to what it's going to look like is 100 gigs. That's the update on top of the game itself. So you're going to have like 168 gigs of just one game in your in your hard drive. It's a terabyte hard drive that comes with it. So it's like 10 games, nine games that you could put on the <laughs> cuz they what I'm talking about. they said they said as the games come out, it's likely that most of those updates are going to have updates like that when they get you upscaled. Right. Right. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. I mean, I have an external hard drive right now on the Xbox One, so I have like five terabytes free. I don't even use the storage on my Xbox anymore. Um, so does that make it a little harder to load stuff? Maybe, but whatever. Well, if you got a, you got a solid-state drive, does it make it harder? Well, it's not solid, but it's a 3.0. So um, I forgot to bring this story up. Uh, this was back at Battlegrounds Unknown. Um, so this game is so hype, and this is how we're on Xbox. So we're, this is why I'm bringing it up again. Uh, the Xbox X exclusive for this game, okay? This game has sold over 4 million copies and amassed over $100 million in revenue in three months, okay? This is like the hottest game out. And Xbox got the exclusive time exclusive to for them, but it's undisclosed when it's coming to PlayStation 4, if it is coming to PlayStation 4, okay? So they've made $100 million over the past three months, right? And it's because of the early access. And they say the reason that they chose Xbox over the other console is because of, one, their preview program, and two, the power of the Xbox One X, okay? They say it's super easy to work with, okay? That's what all the developers are saying. So it's so supposedly it's going to be around the same price, $30, when it comes out, and this is huge for Xbox because PlayStation has 60-plus million PlayStation users, okay? Xbox has a third of that. Yet, this company chose to go with Xbox as the exclusive, which is huge, okay? And they, in the interview that they talk about, they say we're, we're, we're talking about other consoles down the road. So at the end, the writer's like, real nice about it and saying like well we'll keep you updated stay tuned playstation 4 owners like but nowhere in this article did they say yeah yeah we're going for playstation 4 absolutely that's never that's never said there like this game if this is only an exclusive for xbox and for 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 pc as a playstation owner watching the second most popular game third most popular game on twitch right now okay and the way it's selling and people just love it it's only going to get bigger, okay? It's almost got this, like, Minecraft field to it where the popularity is just rolling out of control a little bit for this game. Like, wherever you look, you're finding people that never played a game 
before or playing this game, you're like, wow, this is this is weird. Where if they keep this exclusive, PlayStation fans are going to have to either go out and buy a PC or go out and buy an Xbox. You know how much that hurts a person that's diehard to a console? There's no way that 60 million players are never going to either play PC or never going to play it on Xbox, right? They're going to have to go out and buy some. And it'll eventually come over. Don't worry about it. Well, you never know. I mean, there's there's certain games that are not coming over. What about they go, all right, we'll give you it, but it's two years exclusive. Yeah, two years you're, exclusive. You're going to wait two years? And I have 60 million people waiting to play PUBG. Right. I, I'm think as a business person, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm, the developer, I'm going to make sure that they get it too. But, it's money. But at the same time, two years down the road, and then all of a sudden new systems come out, and it's not for the new systems, for the old systems, right, for two years later. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's a huge deal, especially for one game. And I'm just trying to put it in perspective when when PlayStation gets an exclusive like a Destiny a year in advance, where they have certain guns or certain things. Yeah, I don't want to get into it's, that. It's it's mad. it's huge, right? So a game like this where it has this many people, you you would think. I mean, come on, four million, four million users and a hundred million dollars in revenue uh, in three months. That's that's like winning the lottery for for, no, for, for a company. That's huge. All right, so. Uh, let me see the next one. Uh, real quick, Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, closed alpha codes have been sent out ahead of the full beta release. Um, I know the beta is going to come out, uh, I think, in August, if I'm not mistaken. You can play that in August. I'm definitely getting this game. I'm definitely getting the Star Wars Battlefront 2 game. Are you getting it as well? That means maybe. <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably not getting it day one. I want to see an actual full review. I could wait for it. Yeah. I want to see an actual full review. It's it it's listen, I like I like the Star Wars franchise. I love Battlefront. I just until somebody actually proves me wrong at this point because they they only do what they do and they're doing it for the reasons why they do it, but they have not yet filled the gap for me for why I want to buy the Star Wars game. Right. It's just a it looks pretty. And I don't, I don't know what this thing is. Maybe I need to do some more research about has market research said that if the game isn't pretty, no one's buying it anymore. That if they're all going super hardcore. It's got to look as pretty as possible, even though the mechanics and the gameplay just suck. Like, is that is that what's selling now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I guess. Because I'm, I'm concerned that if that's the way it is, then I'm, I'm definitely going to wait because I, I, I don't like. I'm too old to fall for the same shit. Let's, it's plain and simple. I realize you're going to market a game for a certain reason to a certain demographic. I'm with you on that one. And I am a Star Wars fanboy because I grew up during Star Wars. That's just the way it worked. Right. But if you're not going to give me the, 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 the quote-unquote Star Wars Battlefront moments in the game and it's just going to be slapping maps and running around and shooting with no real skill progression or gun unlock system or and you can make all the cards you want but there's no reason there to is switch progression. guns there is there is progression in this no you have got to give me something to strive for i can't i can't get the e11 blaster until i use the other blaster then when i get 100 kills with that one then i can use this one like that kind of setup i need a reason to play not just slap happy run around right and you got to give me my star wars moments you got to give me the trench run you got to give me the hoth battle you got to give me geonosis let me be a jedi like you you, the shit has got to man, be there. You're, you're like a needy okay. girlfriend. It's not a needy girlfriend, I'm man. Joking. It's I'm joking. It's 2017. <laughs> okay, everyone keeps talking about all these games they can make and how they can make them. 
But yet I keep saying the repeat of stuff because they're so terrified of not being able to sell games right. that they'll just repeat the same formula because they know the same monkey crew right. is going to buy it no matter what. And until you don't buy it or you make a stand and say, I'm not, I don't want it right now and make them feel like they don't, they did something wrong. They just keep making the same shit over again. All right. Next story we're going to go into is the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the mini remake that they did of last year of the original NES. Now it's the Super NES's turn uh, coming out. So there it is in all its glory. Um, so there's already been rumors. They haven't made enough of these on purpose, right? On purpose. Right. On purpose. Well, on they, purpose. Didn't, they didn't say on purpose, but I'm saying on purpose. They haven't made yeah, enough I'm, of these. I'm going to use an emote now. Because I'm they're... Gonna... <laughs> Because they 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 are trying to build up the hype, right? And they're trying to sell the one. So what's happening already? What's happening already is people are buying or pre-ordering stuff. I guess overseas in Europe they could have pre-ordered them, and they bought them all up. They're done, and now they're putting them on eBay and everything else, and they're charging like three hundred dollars for it. Can you imagine paying three hundred dollars for this? No, I mean, I'm not going to. You want to know why? Because all I got to do is go downstairs in the garage. And pull out the Super Nintendo, and we got most of those games. Right. Right, right. So I can play them right now. I'll just plug my Super Nintendo back in and play them. So, so we're good. I, it's, it's a little weird that they, they're doing it again. Um, I, I think they made two different versions. They made a European version, which you saw in the picture there. And then they have the one that we got in America, which is the, the non-shaded one like that. It was, it's, it's, it's different looking. So is this something that if it was able and you could buy for $80 – with all the games it comes out, and it comes out with Firefox 2, never never seen before. It never got released. <laughs> it never got released. It's coming in for the first time 20, 30 years later. How dumb do you think I am? <laughs> How dumb do you think I am? So are you going to buy a system like this, though, for $80 with all the games 80, it comes with? $80, without a doubt. Any more than $80, I'll go downstairs and plug in the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I'm not going to—I don't want to— I might wait for the 64 next year. You know they're going to do the 64 next year, right? It's just... It's and that will be $100. They just keep increasing the price well, by right. 20 bucks. Wasn't the last one $80 as well? No, oh, $60. Oh, it was 60 And this is 80 60 bucks. And then that one will be 100 Oh, Jesus. 100 bucks. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. All right, switching the... I, I don't think I'm going to buy it. I'm definitely not going to buy it. If someone wants to get it for me as a gift or something like that, it's fine. But uh, no, don't I'm even, not, don't even I'm waste not, your money. I'm not, I'm don't not getting that money. as a gift for you. Don't waste your money. Wait. Don't waste your money. Um, let's see. What's the next story? I think we caught up. I think the next story is that we have to talk about. And we have 30 minutes left. 30 minutes. You, you, you cut off about 10 minutes. I can shorten it up a little bit. I, I don't have any other stories. We can we can talk about Destiny. Oh. We're talking about Destiny. Okay, Absolutely. so so we're gonna get we're gonna get right into it. Well, before you get into it, let me bring up a topic here. Um, let me see. It says no need to panic. Uh, Destiny gear collectors, hoarders, like first game. Destiny Two will include a vault in order to store all your gear and transfer it between characters. Uh, while the question revealed in the Destiny Two trailer, the last C. Uh, I don't think they talk about if there's multiple. The game director Luke Smith confirmed, despite seeing an old vaults being destroyed in the game, vaults are in fact returning to Destiny. The new vault will be located in Destiny 2's social space known as the farm. Outside of being the location within Earth's European dead zone, little more is known about the farm. <clears throat> I think uh, it's hilarious that they call it the farm. Fans are does, like anyone, it. does anyone get the pun from that? Does anyone else get the, bun, the pun that Bungie's given us that they call it the farm? Uh, I don't. Can you explain it to me? 
Yeah. Because you have to farm everything. <laughs> right. And so you have to right. go to the farm. Right. Right. I get it. Right. They're doing it on purpose. Um, yeah. So do you think they've learned their lesson? Don't just say no. Give me a reason. Do you do you think they've learned their lesson? Are we going to get the same type of vault that we got in Destiny 1? Or are we going to get a much, much, much bigger vault? Here are my two guesses. Okay. Number one. Okay. The same vault. The same number of pages. Same vault. It's not broke. Don't fix it. Okay. Number two. Ready for this? I know you're not going to like this one. The vault's going to be on your phone. Okay, and you can move stuff around and do whatever you want, and that's your vault. Like it goes to your mobile device, and it uses something else to hold stuff. You mean in the like game, a, like, like like the cloud or something? Like, it, like yeah, it, it, the game ha the game has the vault where you put stuff in, but the real stuff where everything's being kept is on your app. That's what it's going to be. No way, no way. Um, that's not, well, you can do that right now, guess. though. You can do that right now, that's though, with, with the Destiny yes. app. Yes, but we're not using the space. We're not using the space on my poor Xbox. We're going to use the space of the cloud. The that's, cloud's that's, infinite. That's a I, that's the most okay. crazy thing you've said on this show. Yeah, well, that, I'm telling you, that's going to be. So well, you're saying have, they, they, go ahead. you're saying that I can't get my guns transferred in the game. I can only use my app. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I, no. There's a place. There's a place to pick up your guns and stuff in the thing. But on your app is where it's on your app is where it's at. I'm going to load up what I want today and go. But that's what's what's happening now anyway. So your your predictions mm, just yeah. But you only have five pages. I'm talking about. You just have whatever. It's the cloud. You oh, have I as see much what you're you saying. I, I see what you're saying. All right. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. It's not on my system. It's in the cloud. So, okay. I think. Yeah. I think they haven't learned their lesson. No, they, no, they haven't learned their lesson. And I think they're only going to give us. What do we get? Like three pages right now? Like in the vault, you get three pages, three. 108 for weapons. I think it's 108 for weapons, 72 for armor, and I think 100, or maybe a little less for the uh, 82 for the other items. I think they'll give us like 150. Total. 150, no, for like weapons, 150 for armor and whatever else. I don't think they're going to go above that. I think you're still going to have more space. Anybody, if we're actually discussing the amount of space in the game to hold my stuff... When I've played every other fucking game on the planet as far as RPGs, MMOs, and looter shooters before where the space can be as much as you fucking want, okay? And now you're telling me we can't do it? I don't, it's just the, it's the dumbest conversation so, ever. So I think they're going to they're gonna give it to us where you have more space on the uh, in their vault, but you're still going to have the problem, like I would say like six months down the line, if you're a hoarder like me in-game. Uh, you're you're gonna run out of space fast, even with 150 spots, right? Because now everything in this game is new, everything's new, right? So you're gonna you're gonna keep a lot of stuff and start figuring out what's good and what's bad and stuff like that. Now, I don't know if I heard correctly or if this was a rumor or not, but they said there was a way to test out your weapons in this game, like an actual. Well, like a test, test dummy, like a testing range. How much range. I'm getting from a headshot from it? Yeah. What's the big deal? I'll go to the crucible and shoot somebody in the head and figure out what the what the number. Well, is. you have to load into the game and stuff like that, where you can literally go to the farm, go over to a section, shoot the gun, and then get a get a a reading on your gun. I think I wow. heard. I don't know if this is well. It, it is big. It worked well in in division. In division, when you had a gun, you just go downstairs, check out the gun. You could do all your specs instead of 
specking your guy out than going out in the field and trying it. You could literally spec your guy out, go to the test dummy things, shoot it, and see what they actually did, and you could do it real fast, right? So hopefully that if if that wasn't a rumor, I just made that up myself. Kudos to me, but I thought I heard it. I thought I heard it um, that they were going to have some sort of shooting range in the actual. Uh, into the game. So I think they're going to give us more vault space, but I still think they haven't learned their lesson. I think we're going to run out of space. God forbid they better give us more vault space. If they don't and they just do the exact same thing we got right now, that's going to piss me off beyond beyond belief. I might quit playing just because of that. Um, Destiny 2 promises a story players can follow. Okay. Oh, well, were we retarded before? <laughs> The problem thanks, wasn't following the story before. The, making a story I can read by myself. Thanks. So, you. The, like, the, are you serious? The problem. The problem wasn't. The problem wasn't following the story. The story was pretty damn easy to follow. It was there was no story. <laughs> so they, they literally believe that we're retarded. They 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 feel that they that the the cards they're taking out the grimoire cards right, which I'm okay with as long as they give us something in game. Where you do the story, you watch the cutscenes, it tells you the story, and then the audio files from the adventures or whatever else that would be on a Grimoire card would just be on your ghost. Oh, slow down, kid. No shot. You got no shot you on don't that. Th you don't think that's happening? You, you think no, you, you want to know why no that's not happening? Well, they already said because that, the... that that would be a major point to make right now. Tell us that's what it's in the well, game. Well, they said that but the... they didn't say that. No, but they said the lore of the story is from the adventures. That's fine. Right. That and can then, mean anything. Right, but I'm assuming, right, from my knowledge of playing games, that the adventures is basically you show up, you, you do it, right? And it's just going to be just like the story missions that we've played. But now they're just labeled adventures, right? Listen, More lore. All they, have, all they have to do is make a spot someplace, a computer someplace, yeah, and if you want to look kiosk. stuff up. Yeah, you, you look stuff up. Like you look at your ghost and give me some information, like a Wikipedia thing. Right, that's we what I'm go saying. Every game on the fucking planet has done that. Right. That's, I don't I can't do it. I don't understand why they just don't make our ghost. Like you're in a location, you bring your ghost out, you scan, and now it tells you lore. Right? You don't have to have him out for the whole time. You just bring him out, load him, put him away, and he starts to speak over you as you're as you're driving with your sparrow. Right? And then you get to a new location, pop him out again, it tells you, oh, the plague lands. The plague lands is blah 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 blah. That's 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 too awesome to fathom. Not happening. Not I, happening. I mean, that's what they should do. Not not happening. Uh, if that was a major point, it did that. They would they would be bragging about it. They'd be telling you everything. Listen, what they showed you, and I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm trying to be realistic. What they showed you, bold face, was look everybody, everybody, calm down. We didn't change a lot. It's exactly the same way you remembered it. That's the first thing they said. Right. Okay. They're not going to talk about anything else because they want it to be a surprise, right? Has Bungie surprised anybody in three years? Have, have they surprised you about what they did? No. No, they have not surprised you, okay? They've done exactly what they wanted to do. They dropped a couple crumbs here and there. You ate them because you were fucking starving, and then they made you wait for the next crumb. It's completely fine. That's what is going on here. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty about it, Okay. I'm going to say right in the beginning, okay, PvP is killing PvE in this game. You are you are making this game because of PvP. You are lowering the cool factor on PvE. Well, how do you how do you know that for a fact though? We okay, haven't seen well, it yet. 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use rational deducted reasoning. Okay? okay, I have two primaries. Okay, two primaries because we have to make sure that it's fair as possible in a PvP situation that somebody doesn't just run around with a shotgun and blow my head off while right. they're waiting for heavy ammo to appear. Okay, so we have to scale that back. So you got two primaries. Now you have a power weapon. So the first thing that that does is that that pretty much cuts my damage capabilities in game drastically. You have taken away my whole special slot, okay, and you've turned it into two primaries and now a heavy, which I can only pick one heavy, okay, or one power weapon. Okay? Right, one power weapon. So right. now that means that you're going to have to structure either the damage of the guns to offset bosses and guys you have to fight, or it's going to be strictly you have to use a certain gun to get the burn off the guy if he's wearing this kind of shield. That's why you have to have that second primary to eat through that shield in order to switch over to the other gun. Right. That's how the, the cool factor is going to be in the game of PVE. Now, in PVP, thank God, thank God we only have one power slot because we want everything to be equal. Right. They want everything to be equal. Right. So now maybe I decide I want sniper rifle, but I can't pick a rocket launcher. I have to wait for sniper rifle only. So I can only pick one gun to be the cool factor with. I can't switch between a sniper and a rocket launcher, or a shotgun and a machine gun. Like, I can't do those switches anymore. I'm stuck with just two primaries and then my power weapon, okay? So you're changing, damage numbers are going to drastically change, and boss fights are going to change. Because whether or not you want to believe in a bullet sponge boss or not, what you want to have in a boss battle, regardless if it be strike, raid, or a random boss walking the planet, right. is you want the boss to have some type of mechanic, not just shoot I, the boss. I think that's what Lost right? Sector is going to be. Right. It's right. got to be either somebody appears and heals the boss. you got to make sure you kill him. Maybe somebody has him under shield, and you have to find out who it is and kill that guy before you can do damage to him. But there has to be some type of mechanic besides just shooting at a boss, okay? And if you're taking away the cool factor of how I kill guys, like I love being a hunter and doing a triple jump and coming down on top of them and shotgun them in the head as like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're taking away the cool factor if all I have to do is I have to keep running around that with my primaries. That's all I'm doing. Right. I'm going to shield, then I got to use my regular, then maybe I get some heavy ammo a long time and I get, I get to do a couple shots with my sniper rifle, but I'm constantly, I'm constantly in primary. Right. Right. Well, the only reason why you have to constantly be in primary is because you're concerned about balancing in PvP, okay? Because guns are not balanced in Destiny. Here, I said it. They're not meant to be balanced. They're meant to be crazy, super button weapons that I get to use in PvE, right? Now, everything they're going to make has to have some kind of value to it that's allowed to use it in PvP without being too strong, right? Right? So everything, because of PvP, is dumbing down the PvE. So now we're going to wait to see how, how this is going to work out. Yes, the gameplay is great, but how many times are you going to kill the same guy over and over again? Now when we do strikes and stuff, now we have to have a discussion, bro, because you know people who like to play randos love to have discussions. Right. Well, we're going to fight this boss, so you need to run Sniper, I'll run Rocket Launcher, and we'll have the other guy run Fusion, because we don't know what we're going to face. And then you'll run into, like, well, I don't like to run that one. I like to run this, right? And if you don't have the right gun for the right job, then stuff doesn't go well, right? Because you know you know how much you like to communicate with randos. Those are my favorite. I those love are my blueberries. Favorite you know me. Love blueberries. Right? So if, if they're going to side with we want MLG, 
we want more competitive PvP. And, you, and if you don't know they want more competitive PV, PvP, look at the whole list of shit they talked about, what the every 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 version of the game in PvP is now four on four. Because we want to make it level across the board. Well, they're gonna they want to make it more competitive. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, right? they, they want to it's going to have all these things on it, right? It's going to tell you when this guy's got his super. It's going to tell you when this guy's around the corner. It's going to tell you if this guy's using an ability. Like, you're basically I'm playing. I'm inside of a virtual game inside of a game, right? Where I know what's happening on the battlefield just by looking at the little meters at the top. I know if you got a super or not to make it more competitive. Like, how does that work? I, like, if, if everybody knows what everybody has, then it becomes a waiting game, right? right. Well, I'm not going to run around the corner now because he's got a super, so I'm going to hold back. Well, this guy's using this ability. He just threw his grenade. Now he doesn't have a grenade. Quick, right. go around the corner and see if you can flank him because he's used his grenade already. Like, that's the way we're going to play now. It's not going to be I'm just running around and shooting right. because they want it to be more tactile. Ta right. Tactical. Tactical. My problem... So far, what we've known by just the facts, just the facts of what we've seen from Destiny, from all the YouTubers making videos and such. And because Bungie's making it more broad, right? A broad of a oh, game, it's broad, right. right? So they're making it we're more, paint, we're more with a shotgun or more, more appealing or to a more massive. Now, as a business move, obviously, this is it's super smart, right? It's super smart. Only if there's microtransactions, it's super smart. Well, yeah, right. On a business sense, this is super smart for them, and the, and the problem is there's, I think there's there's two types of people. There's the people that love Destiny right now, right? That are the hardcore people that have played a thousand hours plus, right? Thousand hours plus. There's those there's those people or hundreds of hours, right? And then there's everybody else, right? That's gonna get into it and maybe appealing to them now, uh, and then they might play it and then they might become those thousand hour people or they might just play the game for. 40 hours and then be done with it, right? I truly believe that. I believe that there's the, the crazies, which is us, right? I'm, I'm a crazy. I'm going to Guardian Con and, and everything. I I, lo I love this game. Started this podcast because of this game, right? I just didn't make it a Destiny podcast. They just started, we talked about the majority, which will it'll happen again once Destiny 2 comes out. But the problem for us, the people that love this game, I think the problem when they make the the broader audience come in and they make it super easy, right? They make it super easy. It's actually going to make it boring for us faster, right? Like there was lulls in this time in, in the first three years and we were just like, oh, this is terrible. There's like nothing coming out. And that's, that's when they spaced it out and we still ran through it like fucking – you know, like a, a frenzy, like we, we never ate for the, you know. So I think now is going to be worse. Now, here's the thing. This problem would be solved if they do say and do what they said they were going to do as far as updates all the time, giving content and stuff. Now, if they do that every month, they give us some new kind of, even if it's like just the story is like eight hours worth of like new story or four hours of new story, but then you could play those other missions again and again and again over and over and over. Then we're okay if it happens once a month, you know what I mean, or a couple times a year. But if it's if if it's like once every quarter, they have to give us at least another eight hours of of something, you know, free content that they told us that they're going to bring updates all the time. They have to do something to keep us entertained and not take away stuff that we're playing. Like they do now, 
Okay, like right now, it's the it's the foot marker, right? And now when you do a broader ban of of making more people come in, okay, and they feel like they have enough content, but they really don't because they're waiting on the the live team to do stuff in Destiny 2 every month, every three months, whatever it is, they need to make that content uh, bulkier and better because if they don't, you're going to see a lot of people abandon shipping between these dead dead spaces faster than you did from the original, right? Because now you have people that have already know what Destiny has done with this first game, okay? So now their expectations are like they're met, Plus, now they're now projecting and perceiving how much better it could be. And if they if they fail by not updating this game like they say they're going to update it or give us enough content to do it, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. And, and I say it's going to hurt for the broader band to stay with it where the hardcore people are still going to like it. They're still going to love it. I mean, that, that's what it is, right? When you love something, I don't care if it's – fucking Twinkies or cookies, you're still going to shove your face with those cookies even though you know they're bad for you, right? That's what Destiny is, right? Destiny is is like bad for you, but yet you love playing it. You love doing stuff in it. You love shooting enemies in the face. You love popping heads, okay? But they, if they don't have enough content for the game, it's going to really hurt this time around because it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, or yeah, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. You know what I mean? So hopefully... They don't make it super easy where it gets boring faster because they want to make it acceptable for everybody. They want everyone to run the raid. They want everyone to do everything. They want everyone to run everything in the game, which by a business standpoint is fantastic, but in a real-world situation... Practicality. Right. In a real-world situation, that's not going to happen. You literally just made the dial go up a percentage because someone else can now play the raid. So instead of 50% of the people not be able to play it. Now you're going to have 40% of the people that couldn't play it. You know what I mean? Because you still need to run it. Because imagine, what are they going to do with a raid? Are they going to make it where it's super easy, where you can run it through the first time and be done with it in, in an hour? The That's very my point. The very first time you play? That's my point. If everyone if everyone has to do the raid, then I must be, you have to you have to lower the skill. Right. right, right. You would have to. All right, and what and what's what's the thing what's the thing they, what's that thing they're calling now? Being able to find the single person and put them together. The the, uh, the clan. Uh, they said something today. Hold up, let me right? bring it up. Let me bring it up. They just posted something today. Continue talking. So so basically so basically it's basically just like carrying someone through is basically what that is. We're gonna put together a raid team, have a one space open, and this one dude who never knows how to play but wants to raid, we're basically just gonna carry him through. Right. Right. I, I would I would assume yeah. All right, so I can bring this up. Let me see. Okay, so this is the Bungie Weekly Update. Uh, where you're facing a raid boss and another Crucible team in Destiny, the most important choice you can make before you step into the battlefield with the Guardians is you'll bring with you. Clans have served the function well before many other players in the community. Teams dedicated to the game have equipped people with allies and the battles and the friends for real life. At Destiny 2 Gameplay Premiere, we started a conversation about the clans involved in Destiny today. We are ready for the forecast and the next steps of the clan leaders and will take forward to the future. If you're a member of a clan and you find find details below that will help you unite the teammates on a new frontier. It's never been your style as a player. You'll scroll to the first break, renew marching orders from the Iron Lords. Concerned clan overlords have been asking us, Bungie, will my clan be there for me in Destiny 2? The answer to the question is yes, but the migration will require some action on your part. Every clan on the Bungie.net is based in discussion groups and has been infused with a tech transmission 
some crucial information into the game. Some of these groups have uh, had time and honored legacy that dates back to the ancient time when Bungie.net served as the Halo Nation. To enhance these ex- uh, experiences in the beginning, the clan and Destiny were breaking some bones. Starting on July 25, 2017, clan leaders should visit the base operations on Bungie.net and decide if they want to convert their group to a Destiny 2 clan. Clan founders will be able to transfer their title and permissions to other members and who will be more faithful leaders in the future adventures. If you have a bigger plan for your existing group that hosts your clan, you can leave it as is and explore your own community uh, purpose outside of the game. Uh, This housekeeping period will last for one month. After that time, the clan creation functionality will go live on Bungie.net and support Destiny 2. Stay tuned for, for, uh, for more information. These clans will retain the basic structure to sustain the infinite family field and make it a good tactical chatter. Membership uh, will remain capped at 100 members. Each Destiny 2 account will be able to join one clan on each platform. Uh, clans in Destiny 2 will enjoy the new features in-game. Clans will be uh, guides of a new community, leaders including solo players, and who embrace the end-game one mission carry at a time. You'll be able to manage your roster and send invitations to new members right uh, where you play. Every Guardian who calls a clan home will earn rewards based on the success of their teammates. These new features require a measure of sacrifice. If your clan is part of a sprawling alliance and affiliated fighting units, the evolution of the clan experience will break the connectivity tissue of Bungie.net. We know this creates challenges for larger community in t- uh, in- initially. Uh, already thinking about new and better ways for clans to lock arms around a common, mis- uh, a common mission. Uh, once Destiny 2... Beta is done. The dust and the clan leaders amongst us will help us take our next steps towards the launch. All right, we don't need that. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Teamwork is uh, is virtue of every season, and the summer is time for the increase in solar power, Nova bombs, and will be bursting in all air all week long. Iron Banner begins Tuesday, July 4th, and ends July 11th. The game is Mayhem Clash. You get a rocket launcher. You get the sidearm. You get the hunter armor, hunter titan armor, warlock armor. Uh, I believe that's it. So there you go. So that's what the clans are doing. When you bring in somebody, when you bring in somebody, it's gonna be it's gonna make it easy, right? Because you might get partnered with someone that doesn't know and might just answer the questions because they want to be in the game, right? They're looking for somebody. They're just like, I want to be with that group. They come in that group. You're like, hey, you've done this before? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've done it. And then you start playing the game, and you didn't. And they kind of like waste your time, or they want to get carried through. Yes, you might get you might meet a new friend, but I think you're going to have bad experiences as well as far as good experience. I mean, it's a 50-50 it's the shot, thing. right? It's a 50-50 it's the shot. Same thing. But if they make it easy and everyone has to run a raid, if everyone's running a raid, okay, then the raid is going to be easier than it was in the past, right? I mean, just by by nature it would have to be. Am I wrong? Does anybody disagree or agree with me? Well, by just by the gun mechanics alone, I know the raid has to be different. Just by the gun mechanics. Right. Okay? So if you're telling me they want everyone to be able to do the raid, and they're giving you this guided games, then I'm going to have to say that the raids are going to be structured differently. Right. Right? Like, I, I, I'm i hoping they they expand off of, <clears throat> off of like, rather the machine type of uh, raid. Like, where they do movable, movable bosses, that kind of thing, where it's not just stand and shoot. Uh, mechanics need to be there to, as a puzzle to figure it out the raid. That's that's what makes it a raid. You're supposed to figure stuff out. It's supposed to be like a little bit of Tomb Raider mixed in with with Destiny. You right. know, figure out the pattern, figure out what I got to do, figure out the guy I got to kill. You know, 
it's it, it has to be something challenging. It can't just be, oh, we got six guys. We're getting stuff today. Like, right, right. There's no challenge in that. Man, I just hope. I don't want it to be easier. They think about it. The nightfall it's when watered down, when, man. It's going watered down. Here's a perfect example. The nightfall in year one was hard as fuck, right? And, it was a nightmare. And I did it by myself a lot of times where it would take me an hour, right? It would take me as long to run a nightfall by myself as it would to run a raid with six people, okay, by myself. And I liked that challenge. And they got rid of that, right? And now when you die in a nightfall, you don't go back to orbit. You come that back all time. That should be an time. actual achievement, doing a nightfall by yourself. That's legendary. Right? So, right. like, when you do stuff like that, I think it raises the bar of people. Now, if you don't have time to run a nightfall by yourself, by all means, run it with somebody else. But I should still have an option to run a hard nightfall or a hard mission so it doesn't feel watered down to me. Because if I can't, if I can just run through something because it's easier, because they want everyone to play it, I feel like that's a disservice to your 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 content people, like the people that love your content, that love your game, that love to play it. And if you have exactly where it's super simple, then it's what's the point? What's the point? It's like what, what, what I'm trying to think of a game. No, like no matter what you did, it's like for instance, like back in the day, uh, you could do like a, a genie cheat code, the shark, the game shark thing, and you could put it in your controller, right? And you could put the controller down, and it would literally make your character just run across the screen by itself, right? You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? Like it would automatically, and then it would kind of like beat the board for you, and you're like, what's the point? Like, why am I playing this game right now if I'm technically not even playing the game because they made it super easy to make me. It's almost like putting a cheat code in. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like, here, everyone can do it. You're invincible now, and now you, you did a nightfall. Yay, I did a nightfall. But do I feel accomplished after I did that nightfall? Or Because once you beat it, and this is the longevity of a game, right? Once you beat something, you doing it over again is like, oh, God. There's very few games where you can replay it and still get the same fun factor. Exactly. Like, very few. When you They're run, out there. When They're you run a strike, when you run a strike, rarely do you like oh man we beat it again high five like there's not that good job no. anymore no right it's because you've done it 10 15 times because they times. they made it easier right so i just feel that that's a disservice to the gamers like i feel like you playing a game should make you struggle and as you play you get a little bit farther or you get a little bit better right just like the raids just like the raids where you play the raids the first time you die then you make it a little bit farther, then you die. Then you pull a little bit farther, you die, right? But you're getting better because you're you're figuring out stuff and you're making stuff better, right? Where if it's just simple and they're like, well, everyone can play. Everyone runs through it and you're like, great, I bet it. And then you're done with the game. You're done with the game in shorter time because there was no, there was no challenge no anywhere. Challenge. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's the way it is. Oh, I know it's the way it is. I hope it's because not. They're, they're not going to change. They're not going to change that much. They should have different hard modes. They did. Originally, when Destiny came out, they did. They had harder, easy, medium, and hard modes. And then they got rid of it for some reason because they said it wasn't fair or, or something. I'm like... Somebody was crying. Who? What do you mean it's not fair? If your skill level is is easy, then play easy. If you're if you're struggling on medium, get good. Play it into, into where it doesn't become hard anymore. You know what I mean? I don't... I just don't get it. I don't... I don't feel... Maybe I'm old school. I just don't feel like everyone should get a blue ribbon... Everyone shouldn't feel like they're a part of a community right off the bat. I feel like you should earn your community. Like if you go into someone's stream day one, 
right? And everyone's been there for six months ahead of you. Of course, you don't feel like that you're part of that community, right? But if you put time and you watch that streamer and you and you put time and talk to people in the chat, then you become part of that community. And that's sort of like a mission, right? Like you break in, you talk to people, you get to know people, you become part of that community, and then you get the inside jokes because you put in time, right? Where in a video game, if you don't put in time, people are like, ah, fuck it, I'm done with this, right? And it's like, it's too hard. It's like, what do you mean it's too hard? Put some time in, like earn something. Like you don't go out and buy a fucking model car. Okay, a kit model car already built, like you build it, like you build the model up. And you, if it's hard because of intricate pieces, you take your time until you figure out those pieces and you build that puzzle together, you build that model together. I don't like this everything's easy thing. I don't know. It's 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 going to be it's going to be listen. I I don't I don't believe for one moment that they've changed any formula at all. All right? And before before they release the game and before they start talking about too much, because they're going to be start being afraid that people are thinking that's what's going to happen, and they start releasing a little bit more information. I have this list I'm compiling of what it should have. Right. What I what I should have in this game, like, should just be there. This is this is stuff that we should be doing, and we're we're going to go through it. And uh, I, I listen. I want the game to succeed. Right. And I'm pretty sure on name on name name recognition alone, the game will do well. However, if the skill gap and the layers of the complexity of the game are not there it's going to be a severe drop off very quickly that's what i'm saying yeah yeah absolutely okay? very quickly i'm listen i'm i mean the game look let me make it let me make it clear the game is going to be successful regardless because of the destiny community right now the destiny community that drives this community right now that's been playing for 3 years if all the new people that come in don't ever play the game after they beat the story ever again this game is still going to be successful. very successful and that's not what we're you know obviously the game is going to be successful as a gamer i like i play games to have a challenge i play games to uh meet people play with people uh and it's hitting those marks but if it's not a challenge i get bored of a game and then i move on from a game you know what i mean and i don't want to move on but at the same time, I don't want to force myself to play a game because I because they 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 don't want to up the game. They just want to make the same game and, and, and run course. All right. That will do it. After I play the Jeopardy song for 20 <laughs> That's how we are here, Frisky. That's how we are. Um this is episode 93. Episode 93 is in the can. We are here every single Thursday, Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we talk about top stories in gaming and entertainment news, and we rant along the way. This is Generation X Gaming. You can follow Generation Generation X Gaming on Twitter at Gen underscore X underscore Gaming. You can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey right underneath his, his, his name there or underneath his picture there. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. This is my channel. Um, please hit that follow button. If you liked anything or you agree or disagree but you really enjoyed the show, please hit that follow button. Um, we do stream here. Uh, we are not streaming tonight because I'm going to Guardian Con tomorrow morning. I have to drive to Tampa. Uh, I only live an hour and a half away, but I'm going to get some sleep tonight. So there will be no stream after the show tonight, but usually there is. Uh, we are newly affiliated. Well, we were affiliated back in April. We are newly subbed. Okay, so if you like, you can use your Twitch Prime sub on this account. Uh, I will be streaming live again on Sunday. Uh, we stream seven days a week here. 
Uh, we play a variety of games and we do two podcasts. I do a podcast tonight on Generation X Gaming with Sarge, and I'm a part of a podcast on Monday nights with uh, Senator to Rage and Webski. Make sure you guys hit that that follow button. It's absolutely free. And if you want, you can use your Twitch Prime sub on me, which is also absolutely free. You can test me out and see if you like me for the month. All right. I appreciate everyone coming out. I hope you had a, a good time. Enjoyed the show. You guys have a one wonderful night. Peace. See you guys next time. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.